welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone. Cue the Rocky running up the steps music. It is Beers and Ears Diz Games Championship. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. I'm so excited. (laughs) So welcome into our podcast today, everybody. We are so excited you are here. I hope you are just as excited. So we started this podcast journey um, literally six months ago or close to six months ago by the time this episode airs. And in that time, we have had uh, four Diz Games challenges. Uh, In that, the very first two, I was able to win. And then Matt came back and tied it up with two in the last two, number three and four. So here we are on number five, the final of this current version of the Disney Games Challenge, where we are going to try to stump one another with Disney trivia. So Matt, are you excited? Are you ready for this? I am, and I have some steaks for you. All right, all right. Steaks, like, are we talking like filet mignon? I mean, I guess we could make steaks. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's but, do it. Uh, since this is the Beers and Ears podcast, I contend that the loser of this uh, championship match buys the other person a beer next time we're together. Well, why don't we raise the stakes up? Let's buy a 12-pack, and then we'll, we'll drink it together. That sounds like a plan to me. I, 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 I'm, I'm in. I'm in. All right. Here's the deal, folks. We've been doing this, this particular show... Uh, now for six months and we've literally only been in the room one time where we recorded three episodes every other episode has been literally social distancing because of covid so eventually when covid goes away knock on wood uh we will be able to drink those beers i like those steaks i'm totally totally on board with that so um all right so let's just review the rules real quick so everybody knows what they are so he has 10 questions i have 10 questions and we're going to start with round number one And if I ask a question and Matt is unable to answer that question, I would get a point in that round and vice versa. As we progress through the rounds, the points go up. So in round number two, if he misses a question, I get two points. Or if I miss a question, he gets two points. So as we go all the way through, it gets progressively more important to get these questions correct because once we get to round number 10, that is when it's really worth 10 points. And again, as you have pointed out before, Matt, we don't reward for getting the questions right. We reward for stumping the other person. So that's how this works, okay? Yes, and I believe every iteration of Diz Games has come down to that final question. It has every time. I don't know if that's just the way the scoring model works out or if it's just the way that we played it. I think it's a little combination of both. But um, Okay, so uh, Matt, you were the champion last time, so I'm going to let you choose whether you would like to ask the question first or second. I might as well lead it off. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Diz Games Championship, round number one. All right, question number one for you. What is Troy's basketball number in High School Musical? 19. Ooh, that is incorrect. It is 14. Ah, I knew it was in the teens. Ooh, man. All right, you get a point. You get a point. All right, all right, all right. Question number one for me. What year did the Epcot Food and Wine Festival begin? 1994. Oh, so close, but you are incorrect. 1995. Oh, I thought I, I thought it was it, that was something I'd researched festivals for our um, good and bad changes episode. 
right. and uh, I remember seeing that 1994 was the first time that they did festivals at Epcot. And so it must have been one of the other festivals like arts or uh, flower and garden. So I, I, I gave a confident guess there. That's okay. That's okay. All right. So as everyone knows, we do a snake dra- a snake question. So I get to go with my question number two now. It's another year question. What year did Disney.com go live? Oof. Okay, let's think about the internet. (laughs) Al Gore (laughs) is smiling from ear to ear right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so Disney.com. You like to think that Disney was probably an earlier adopter to internet. 1997. You were close, but you were off. It was 96, actually. Man, one one year off on both. Now, here's the fun part about this. They actually registered the domain back in 1992, but they didn't launch until 96. I think it was August of 96. Wow. Interesting. My second question. What are the three main games entered into in Wreck-It Ralph? You've asked this question before. Um, I have a version of this question before. This was question number I think it was part of this game's number one. Well, Fix-It Felix. Um, Sugar, Sugar, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Sugar Rush. And um, I always forget the, the, uh, the shooting game. Um, War, warrior something. Um, something Warrior's Duty or something like that. War, I think it's like Warrior's Duty. Alright, I'm, I'm debating how nice I need to be because it is not Warrior's Duty, it is Hero's Duty. But I'll leave, um, I'll leave that up to you. I mean, we've, we've um, been nice before, so be, because you got duty, <laughs> which I know the joke in the movie is duty, and now, now it's funny that we're saying duty on the podcast. And because of that, I, I'll give it to you. All right, woo! You are very kind, sir. You are very kind. All right, maybe I'll have a chance to repay the favor to you here shortly. All right, All right. It's, it's question three and me, correct? Yes, that is correct. All right, I got an MCU question for you. Okay, I'm gonna try. Try. What is the name of the collector in Guardians of the Galaxy movie and in the ride in Disneyland? Just the collector. <laughs> he has a name. He has a real name. Um, I know. I think it's Benicio del Toro plays him, right? Yes, you are correct. I know that. Um, yeah, I. Eesh. I can hear. I can hear them saying it, but I can't picture what it is. So I'm going to have to say I don't know. It is Tanelier Tavan. Ah, yes, you're right. You're right. So that was number three for you? Yes, that was number three. All right. All right. Okay, my number three. All right. Pete, Mickey Mouse's nemesis, has technically been two different animals in his time. What are they? Okay. Well, I believe one of them is Cat. Am I correct on that? Yep. Okay. That's his most current incarnation. That's what he's been for several decades. I've been watching a lot of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse lately, and so, um, um, okay, it's got to be a big animal. It's got to be an animal that, okay, um, you know what? In honor, in honor of, shout out to Thomas Flath. 
whose favorite animal are bears. And so I'm going to say a bear. You are correct. He was a bear originally. He was a bear originally. He was drawn like a big bear. And then he, at some point around the 1930s, I think it was 32, he changed to a cat. <laughs> no way. Yep. Okay. Yep. You well, got it. Thank you, Thomas Plath, for your favorite animal being bears. <laughs> All right. I am going to move on to my number four now. What year did the first voyage of the Disney Cruise Line set sail. You want to know what's terrible about this is I remember seeing this as a question in my research and I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that one. Oh boy. I feel guilty now for asking it. <laughs> um, no, no, it was just like, I had, I, I had some other questions that I liked better. So it, yeah, I'm going to go with 1998 got it nicely done nice man 1998 spot on on that one i'm on fire yeah yeah you are all right you're number four sir my number four i know i got another mcu question for you okay five mcu actors have been replaced name three of them terrence howard's one of them i know that yep so there's two that you should get and if you yeah. don't get them, come on. Um, so yeah, War Machine, um, Terrence Howard, and John Cheadle. Yep. Yeah, so Terrence Howard, um, uh, Edward Norton. Yep, so Hulk. You can give me the, the name of the character as well. You don't have to necessarily... It, oh, it, okay, that helps. The actors, but you just name the character that was recast. All and right. yes. So, so Rhodey, Hulk. So there's five total? Five. Well, okay. I don't know if you're going to count this one or not, um, but uh, Howard Stark has technically been played by multiple different actors. So that is actually correct. Um, okay, good. This is actually this is actually the hardest one because yeah. in the original Iron Man, Howard Stark really doesn't make an appearance except for in like a random slideshow, and he's played by one actor. And oh, then you're right. You're right. He, he's not played by because obviously young Howard is played by the guy from Mamma Mia, whose name is escaping. Dom- Dominic Cooper. Yeah, and then older Howard is played by the same guy in some of the subsequent movies. So, okay, well, good. Hey, there we go. I got that. And so the other two, um, Thanos, because you first see him at the end. Josh Brolin, yep, you're right. And then um, this is a weird one, but Fandral, who is part of Thor's Warriors 3, um, uh, the the sword guy. It was Josh Dallas in Thor and Zachary Levi in Thor The Dark World. And Josh Dallas being uh, the Prince Charming from Once Upon a Time. Yeah, and I believe that's why he couldn't do the second one, was because of all the Once Upon a Time. I could be wrong about that. All right, all right. All right, you're number five. Number five. Okay. I have to, like, start erasing my questions now because I'm forgetting (laughs) which one's the Okay, Uh, a movie question for you. All right. What is Miguel's family business in Coco? Shoes. Yes, absolutely, 100% right. He sells shoes, yep, I knew that. <laughs> yep. Re- yep. I think he sells them and replaces, repairs them or something like that, yeah. All right, cool, cool, all right. Shoes is a good way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, shoes. <laughs> all right, my question number five. What year did Disney discontinue producing Disney dollars? Ooh, that's a good question. 
Yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know what a Disney dollar was, these are, are basically notes produced by the Walt Disney Company for Disneyland, Disney World, Disney Store, and you could buy them almost like a gift certificate, and they could be used anywhere Disney was accepted, um, World Land, Cruise Lines, or Store. So what and was the, when, what, when was the final year? And I will even give you, I'm going to give you, because you've been so close with the whole year thing, I'm going to give you a three-year leeway. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Thank you. So generous. And yeah. and let's be clear. If you have Disney dollars, they are still good today. I remember yeah. taking Disney dollars. There was one time that I took, I want to say $200 in Disney dollars and Casey hated closing that night. <laughs> I hated you so much. Well, it wasn't so much. It wasn't so much that you had taken them. It's that nobody told me that you took them. So as I'm closing down the registers, I'm like, what? Because you have to know they're in there because you're you're filling out forms ahead of time and stuff. And I didn't know they were in there. So I filled out all my forms, not thinking these darn things are in there because you literally get them once a year. So yeah, and you take in $200 of them and they're not the easiest things to count with. No, but but they are but they are still good. Where if you have them now, I would argue if you have them, save them. Don't use yeah. them. They um, they're they're really cool. But um, um, that you can still use them. They are still accepted. When do they discontinue them. I am going to say 2005. I am sorry, you are incorrect. Hmm. So, and you're not even close. I, really? I was shocked when I saw this date because I was working for the Walt Disney Company when they were still making them. Wow. They discontinued them on May 14th, 2016. Wow. Right? Holy right? cow. That's what I'm saying. I, I I did not think that they were being produced up until that date, but that is correct. May 14th, 2016. So before we continue, um, we are fortunate enough to have some sponsors of our show. You've heard us mention them before. They are the Riss and Cal Company um, based out of Florida. Uh, they run the 4frills.com, really kind of cell phone accessory shop. Um, and they've been a sponsor of our show just about from the beginning. And we just want to just mention that if you haven't stopped by their shop lately, you definitely need to take a look because we're talking about Disney dollars. You know, we got holiday coming up here shortly and you're going to be looking for stuff to give your loved ones and your family and your friends. Um, and they've got a great line of cell phone accessories that are perfect for stocking stuffers. Matt, I know you've taken a look at them, right? Yeah, the, so it, it's all brand new products. So if you have looked at the website before and you're like, eh, I'm not really seeing anything, look again because there's um, a lot of great new stuff there. Uh, Casey mentioned the holidays. Stocking stuffers are, are, are going to be a thing that everybody's looking for. And a lot of times your kids, your spouse, your friends, whomever are looking for those tech gifts. And this is a great way to uh, to get those tech gifts. And Casey, they got a little bit of a deal if they uh, use a promo code, correct? That is correct. If you use the promo code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S, so BEERS, like beers and ears, um, they're giving you 15% off for being a listener of our show. It's been an ongoing promo. Uh, use that promo, get 15% off whatever you purchase at the store. They've also got free shipping um, next day. So you'll get, they'll ship it out the next day and usually get it within like a day or two. And then I think my favorite part, Matt, especially as we kind of head in the holidays, is they give back to their community. Um, I know you've researched in the past some of the stuff that they've given to. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Your 
purchases don't just uh, fund the company, but they also give back. So they give to the Nature Conservancy, the Ocean Conservancy, the Marine Sanctuary, and the American Red Cross. So a portion of your purchases are going to help those charities. Yeah, I've known the owner since high school, and he started the company really just to um, teach his kids about entrepreneurship and giving back. So again, Four Frills, that's the number four, P-H-R-I-L-L-S dot com slash shop. Take a look and see what they've got. Use promo code, coupon code uh, BEERS, B-E-E-R-S at checkout and get 15% off your purchase. Okay. Uh, here's a recap of where we're at at the end of round number five, Matt. Currently, you have four points, and with my last score there, I am now at eight points. So I am ahead right now at the halfway point. we got a long way to go here. So okay. I am going to go ahead and ask my number six now. All right. What is Mickey Mouse's sister's name? Oh, shoot. I know this. I want to say there's an Amelia, but I don't think that's it. I'm, I, I, this is another one that I saw in my research. Um, was it, um, oh, was it uh, uh, Felicity? What's her second part of her name? Oh, she has a second part? Felicity is the right first part. What's her second part? Second part? Uh, All right, I'm going to be generous. You were generous to me. So I'm mouse? No, it's Felicity Field Mouse. Felicity Oh. But I'm going to be generous because you were generous to me before. So we are even now. So Much appreciated. Um, yes, absolutely. So Because that would have been a, a really hard hit for you there. So now if I come and lose because of that, I'm going to be really upset. But that's a different story. So, All right. What's your number six, sir? Oh, what's that? Is it a bonus question time? All right. Do I get bonus points? Um, actually, if you can guess this on the nose, you win. Oh, God. Give me another one of those. What was the, the entry fee for Disneyland and Disney World? Like, seriously, it's going to be one of those. Yeah, this is gonna be I one. thought that was more common than, than, than no. maybe it was. But, okay, so this is one that I came across, and it was insanely interesting, but it, was, it would be an unfair trivia question. So is sunglasses are the most turned-in item at Disney World Lost and Found? How many pairs of sunglasses a day do you think get turned in? Oh, you know what? I've seen this before. I've seen this stat years ago. Um, I'm going to say 5,000. You're, you're high. It is um, only 210 per day. Oh, for reason I thought it was like in the thousands. I mean, if you think about that per per day, it very quickly gets into the thousands. Yeah, well, I guess it's 5,000. But yeah, 210 per day, that's basically per month about 4,000 a month. So, or yeah, yeah 4,000 a month or, or yeah, more than that, 5,000 a month. So maybe that's what yeah. I was thinking of. Okay, that's good. Well, I didn't get that one, so. <laughs> but, you know, interesting. Okay, so now back to our regularly scheduled programming. All right. What is the only attraction that is at all six Disney parks? Peter Pan. It is not Peter Pan. It is Dumbo, the flying elephant. All right. Yeah, it was it was one or the other is what, is what I was gonna think of. So yeah. All right. So that was your number six. All right. All right. Okay. I've got I've got four more. Okay. Okay. Here we go. How old is Crush in Finding Nemo? This is a big point of the movie. 
where he's exiting the EAC and he yells, Crush, how old are you? And he goes, he then says, I, I thought you were going to say it. I was just waiting for you to say it. All right. Uh, do I get some leeway here? Is it going to be spot on? Um, uh, I'll, I'll give you some leeway. Um, I, I, uh, I'll determine whether I think... <laughs> I, I'll, I'll leave it a secret how much of leeway I'm giving you, but I, I'll give you a pretty good leeway. I'll say 150 years old. Well, Casey, you did not need any leeway because that, that, right? is, 100%, that is 100% correct. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, that was a game changer right there. Oh, he man. Says, that, 150, that was, dude, and still young. All right. Well, that was your number seven. I got that right. So here's where we're at. Right now, you're in the lead by one point. So now we're going by seven right now. This is a fun one. I'm going to be curious to see because I know this is one of your favorite movies. Ooh. The magic carpet in Aladdin has a very distinctive pattern. What appears in all four corners of the carpet? Okay, after visualizing the magic carpet, resisting the urge to go over to my toy... Um, I, I honestly have no idea. Um, Mickey Mouse's. No, that'd be fine, but no. It's actually the Cave of Wonders. There's a silhouette of the oh. Cave of Wonders. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I'm going to go check that on my toy. How authentic is it? Oh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There's totally a Cave of Wonders. Uh, uh, is that kind of interesting? <laughs> yeah, interesting. Cool. Yep. All right. My number eight... Put these Disney-related events in the order that they happened in. So I'm going to read them out loud if you want to type them out real quick. I'm going to type them out. All right. So these these Disney-related events in the order they happened in. Soarin' over California converts to Soarin' over the world. Pandora, the world of Avatar, opens in Animal Kingdom. The movie Inside Out debuts. Disney purchases Lucasfilm. Maleficent opens in theaters. And then finally, Bob Iger takes over as CEO. Okay, we're going to do some high-quality guessing here. Oh, shoot. I'm second-guessing myself. <laughs> okay, oh, hang. God, bringing my A-game to this thing, yo. Hang Inside Out was 2015. Yes. I am going to say Bob Iger, CEO... Maleficent opens in theaters, Inside Out, Soren, Pandora, Lucasfilm. Final answer? That is my final answer. All were right but one. Oh, okay. I'm actually feeling pretty good about that. I am shocked that you got this one wrong. So it actually goes Bob Iger, CEO, in 2005. Okay. Disney purchases Lucasfilm in 2012. Was that 2012? Holy cow. I'm shocked because Maleficent opened in 2014, Inside Out in 2015, Soarin' in 2016, and Pandora in 2017. That's why I'm shocked because, again, when you think about Force Awakens, that came out in 2015. Yeah, yeah, it did come out in 2015. Yeah, so Hmm. unfortunately you got it wrong. Yeah, years run together. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Yeah, well, I I like that question. I thought that was a fun question. That's a good question. That's a good question. All Um, right, you're up. All right. Got a Mickey Mouse question for you. Ooh, okay. This will be fun. And and I've got some leeway on this one because I want to try to be as fair as possible. So Mickey's original look did not have the white gloves. 
Which short film did the White Gloves first appear in? I will take either the name of the short film or the year. I think it's, I I don't know exactly the name of the film, but I think it's the the band leader. I think it's that one. Uh, You want to guess a year? 30s. Uh, 1932? No, 38. All right. You are unfortunately wrong on both accounts. Um, So it was still in black and white. It was called the Opry House in 1929. And the reason that they did it was because they wanted, Mickey was like playing the piano and they wanted to make it clear where Mickey's hands were on the black backgrounds. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, that was that was a really interesting one. I, I I enjoyed researching that one. So that's your question number eight. So you have two left. I have two left, right? Yes. So you're at eighteen points right now. I'm at twenty three points right now. So it's still so anybody's game. Anybody's game. All right, and it's me, correct? You right now. Yep. All right. When Fantasia premiered in nineteen forty, it was only shown in fourteen theaters nationwide. Why? Uh, it had to do with the um, type of system that Walt Disney wanted to use to be able to show it. Uh, I think it was a sound system, although it might have been an audio-visual system completely, that the theaters were not willing to pay to retrofit their, their theaters to be able to show it the way that he wanted to show it. That is 100% correct. It was the audio. Um, he, he, he created Fantasound for it. Honestly, it was the one of the first iterations of surround sound as we know it today. Yep. Um, and you're right that theaters didn't want to pay out for it. So um, only 14 theaters. Wonderful. Nice job. I knew that one. I knew that one. All right. Um, okay. I got to get this one, right? Yeah, I think you do. There are 10 bodies of water on Walt Disney World property. Name seven of them. Ten bodies of water. Yeah, and I'm not like talking pools. I'm talking like... That are named, yes. Um, and maybe Lake Buena Vista is that one? Okay, so Lake Buena Vista is one, yep. Um, I guess Discovery Island has a river through it, so they probably named it Discovery River? That is correct, yep. Oh, maybe I'm doing better at this than I thought. Um, if you can uh, get five of these, I'll give them to you. Um, okay, Let, let's critically think about. Oh, duh! World Showcase Lagoon, I think that's there called. You go. There you go. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> Let me think of other bodies of water. I feel like. The name Seven Seas Lagoon is step is sticking out to me for some reason. Seven Seas Lagoon, yes, sir. Hmm. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. And then I want to say there's there's one in Hollywood Studios, right? There is. Echo Lake. You got it, Echo Lake. Ooh. So oh. It. I'll give it to you. Oh. I'll give it to you. That saves me. Holy. Well, I appreciate your. Uh, um, yeah, it's going to be to my detriment. What's going to happen? Uh, well, okay. I, I, I will say, I think I have a very fair question 10. Yeah, I don't know. I got to, I, I, well, I know which one I'm going to do. All right. So here, by the way, are the 10 bodies of water. Uh, Coronado Springs has got the Lago Dorado. Okay. In between Pop Century and Art of Animation, there's Hourglass Lake. Oh, uh, okay. Um, there's the Saskagula River, which is a man-made waterway connecting Lake Buena Vista over uh, to Disney Springs. Never heard of that. There is Lake Buena Vista. There is Discovery River. 
There is Echo Lake. There's Crescent Lake, which is connected to World Showcase Lagoon and is what is Boardwalk, Beach Club, and Yacht Club are on. Oh, okay. There's World Showcase Lagoon. There's Seven Seas Lagoon. And the big one you forgot, which is where the Poly, the Contemporary, and the Fort Wilderness are at, which is Bay Lake. Oh, Bay Lake. I knew that one. Bay Lake Power, so. All right. Well, all righty then. Um, I believe it's your turn, right? Okay, yes. So Actually, I... Number I, nine. Number nine. This, number is my, this is my number 10. All right, so this is your final one. So I, 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 I do feel bad after last Diz Games Challenge. So I, I feel like this is a very fair question. You might, like, rattle off the answers, and and that's fine. But I think this is a very fair question. Well, if I, if I get this wrong, you're at 28 points, which means... I've, so at the moment, I've got the advantage, so... Okay. All right. Name the 11 countries in the World Showcase. All right, I'm ready for you. Okay, go for it. Mexico, Germany, Canada. Yes, yes. United States of America. Yes. Morocco. Yes. United Kingdom. Yes. China. Yes. Japan. Yes. Norway. Yes. Italy. Yes. And the Outpost. A list of again? And the Outpost. The and Afri- the Outpost? Yeah, the African Outpost that's right there. Oh. Yes. Is that now Okay. Um I gotta do some fact checking here. Um you you missed one of them, but oh, the oh, African oh, Outpost was not I don't know if that's considered to be an official country. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to think what would the other country be that I'm missing. Hold on. What am I? I feel bad if I'm missing a country here. Well, but that's weird because I know exactly what space you're talking about yeah. is the Africa. Yeah, Africa doesn't technically have a doesn't have a country. It's just it's it's the outpost right there, and it's it's meant to represent the continent, as far as I know. Yes. Yeah, so um, I guess. I guess, it, 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 put it this way, I, I'm going to give it to you because uh, um, that, <laughs> that counts in my opinion. But there is, can you, can you get the other country that, that you missed? I'm trying to think through it. I feel like an idiot that I can't remember what it is. I'll give you a hint. They're adding a ride into this. Uh, um, oh, my God. I feel like an idiot. France. <laughs> How in the world do I forget France? The Eiffel freaking towels. The towers there. France. <laughs> yeah, you're right. France. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, France. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I guess, So I guess. weirdly enough, it seems like technically the African outpost is not considered a quote-unquote country. Well, it's not sponsored by any one country, but it's there. And I think originally they were supposed to put something there, and they didn't. I, I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, France. That's duh. Hello. No, I'll, 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 I'll give that one to you because I think uh, the African should get its due uh, time in the sun here. Well, technically, then I've won. That's <laughs> but, okay. That's I, um, so, so I'm going to go ahead and ask you this this final question anyway, just so you can get it. Okay. Got it. All right. Besides the Sanderson sisters. There are nine Disney villains that appear in the Hocus Pocus villain Spelltacular at Magic Kingdom during Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. Name seven of them. Okay. Well, I've never seen this show, so... <laughs> Take a guess and get close to I was going to say, but um, I know some Disney villains, so let's go with um, Ursula. 
Oh, okay. All right. No. Um, then let's go with. I feel like Gaston is not really the people you want to go for. Um, let's go with Jafar. There's one. Maleficent. There's two. Evil Queen. There's three. Doctor Facilier. There's four. Um, Hades. There's five. Um, villain in you know all Halloween. Think about it. Um, Oogie Boogie. There's six. Okay, and um, uh, Captain Hook. There you go. There's seven. The other ones okay. are Cruella Deville and Lady Tremaine. Lady Tremaine makes an appearance in that one. I thought she was. enough. <laughs> yeah, she makes an appearance. Really random weird. one. So there okay. it is, ladies and gentlemen. The Diz Championship decided, and I won not by a lot. Well, you got that one, not by a lot. It was only five points, Matt. Yeah, I mean that that's pretty. It, it, I, I will say this is pretty um, indicative of our Disney knowledge. Of like, we're pretty even on Disney knowledge. There's not one of us that 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 doesn't know trivia well and really what kind of separates us is our you know more of like parks types trivia i know more of like movie types trivia and so we have a very wide swath and so i think this actually segues perfectly into uh our what diz games is going to become we have had an absolutely amazing time doing these diz games challenges but as you heard us say in the last time we did this it is getting increasingly hard for us to find questions that are fun, but at the same time also can stump one another. I mean, if you notice our questions are fair, they're not too hard, they're not completely obscure, but at the same time, they're enough to be able to challenge one another. So this is what we wanna do. We think that we've done enough in terms of looking for questions. We wanna see if you can stump us. So we're gonna do another iteration of this uh, called the Diz Games Listener Challenge. In other words, we want to bring a listener on who can come up with a list of 10 questions of their own and ask them of us and see which one of us can get the answers correct and continue the challenge, but you are the ones asking the questions. So be on the lookout for some information on this showing up in our social media platforms on Facebook and on Twitter. And if it's something you're interested in, let us know. We'll let you know when we're going to record. It'll be in a couple weeks. We want you to bring the questions, so we're outsourcing our work here a little bit. But <laughs> but but part of it is we have blind spots. Like we, um, um, so we'll 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 get on the structure and how all that's going to work. But but mostly we want you to come up with the questions. We want to involve you guys, the listeners. You you uh, you all are so awesome. We'd love having you a part of the Beers and Ears family, and so we want to bring you on and see if you can stump us yep you got it all right it is closing time so we're going to wrap up the show you can get a hold of us on facebook at the beers and ears podcast that's where we're going to post this information at also on twitter and instagram at beers ears 1928 feel free to email us at beers 1928 at gmail.com Matt, you say it over and over again. I cannot implore you enough. If you have not taken a couple of minutes to go and write a review for us, please do that for us. You know, we got we know we have a, a number of listeners who listen to the show. When you write a review that's five stars, five stars, as Matt likes to say, it helps us show up in um, searches more often, so more people are able to discover the show. So please just take a couple of minutes, review us wherever you get your podcast at, um, and share us with your friends and family. 
Uh, new shows come out every uh, Tuesday and Friday. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for those. Uh, so Matt, I think it's closing time. Uh, let's raise yep. our glasses. Yep, this episode has been on us, raising our glasses. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. All right, everyone. Have a great night. We'll see you real soon.